Inside Speedway is brought to you by P1 Australia and by Speedway Classics Magazine. On sale now. From the dirt tracks across Australia, welcome to Inside Speedway with Dennis Newman and Craig Ravel. Good evening and welcome to Inside Speedway. Dennis Newland, the news scene has been dominated by one story and that's what we're going to bring you today, speaking with Jason Pride about him putting together a new look team for the 2020-21 season. Yeah, very impressive news this um, out of Western Australia. Uh, Perth-based uh, Jason Pride uh, has um, put together what I guess many could call in today's sporting parlance the super team. Um, Robbie Farr as his driver and uh, Glenn Beaton as the crew chief. Now, um, both names speak for themselves. Uh, tremendous success Uh as far as Robbie is concerned, we, we know he's a former national champion and uh, uh, in 360 and 410 sprint cars, uh, quite incredible. Glenn Beaton as a crew chief uh, has had success with McFadden, Jamie Veal and, and particularly on the World Series sprint cars trial as well. So they're, they're both very well credentialed men and and uh, Jason Pride um, on hearing the news that uh, Rob Farr was without a drive uh, uh, made contact and um, as as he um, is delighted to say that the deal came together very quickly It's going to be interesting to see how it all comes together and we're going to find that out today on Inside Speedway when we have Jason Pride on the show Now, you've got a bit of news from the north of New South Wales, Dennis. Uh, yes, talking with uh, um, a man who's pretty close to me on a day-to-day basis, actually working a basis, David Lander at Lismore Speedway. Um, he's reshuffled the, uh, the the season calendar up there um, at the Lismore Showground, and uh, he's now starting the season on the 17th of October, originally the 31st of October. He's moved it forward a couple of weeks, and, uh, of course, the season will be opening with the traditional event, the V8 Dirt Modified Lord Mayor's Cup. And uh, this, of course, is a, 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 the, the really one of the big events at Lismore each season. And it, it always heralds the start of another season, the V8 Dirt Modified Lord Mayor's Cup. And um, that will be good. He's got a big season planned. Uh, he's got the Australian Speed Car Grand Prix. He's got the return of Super Sedans. He's got a round of World Series sprint cars. Um, uh, you know, 16 race nights, uh, a tremendous season, starting October, finishing finishing in uh, late April. So um, plenty happening in the north of the state. And David Lander now has been running Lismore Speedway since the 2007-2008 seasons. And... I'm delighted to say I've been with him every inch of the way is doing all his media work up there and uh, it's a it's a very successful venue and he works hard at it and um, we've got great um, great um, uh, working relationships established with the media up there they do a fabulous job and we give them plenty of information so again another big season um, at Lismore. Mm. Well, we're looking forward to uh, seeing how that shapes up. But first, we need to find out how Robbie Farr's new ride's been put together. And we'll have Jason Pride on the other side of the break here on Inside Speedway. 
So Jason Pride joins us on the line. And Jason, big news coming out this week that uh, you're restructuring the team and you're bringing in a, a well-known couple of East Coast names into the WA team. Yes, that's correct. We've, um, yeah, obviously the deal got announced a couple of nights ago now and, yeah, pretty proud to have Robbie Farr and Glenn Beaton joining joining us along for the ride. So, yeah, should be good. Where did your Speedway journey start? Uh, started back in around, oh, I think it was around 2010, 2011. I sponsored a, a Formula 500 and, um, yeah, long story short, I ended up uh, – having a go in that car at a practice night, the Perth Motorplex. And then from there, I just sort of took to it and ended up racing it for about three or four years, I reckon. And then um, fast-tracked the, the 410 sprint cars in about 2014. Jason, it's Dennis Newland here. Um, look, I congratulate you on putting this team together. Um, I guess in sporting parlance, we can call it Super team, of course. Uh, Robbie Farr, his uh, credentials are, speak for itself. Uh, he's won major events, uh, Australian Sprint Car Champion in both four ten and three sixty categories. How did it all come about? Tell us the story of you initially making contact with Robbie. How did it all start? Yeah, um, not. It's hard to sort of remember. It all happens really quickly, but. Um, yeah, I, I'd heard, like everyone did, I suppose, that, that Robbie had parted ways and um, and that was, yeah, sort of probably just as big a shock as, I guess, our announcement. But, um, yeah, I just got think I didn't even sort of think of doing anything like what we've done straight away and it wasn't until um, it was probably a couple of weeks after that um, when Glenn Beaton was uh, also on the market, I guess you'd say. And then uh, I'd, I'd known Glenn for, for quite a number of years and, and he's been a good friend of mine. And um, he's a guy I've always wanted to work alongside with in the sprint car camp. And then I thought, well, I guess to do it justice for Glenn and um, and to make a, make, have a real go of it, I thought we'd see if we can get him and Robbie to work together. I don't think that they sort of had, not for any long duration anyway. And there's a call to Glenn called to Robbie and then we got on a on a hookup with the three of us and and it all just sort of happened really quickly and it was um it was a really good deal to put together. Um, you know, it was it was nice on my side. It happened in a matter of days, not a not a matter of months or or anything like that. It certainly wasn't drawn out. And uh yeah, we once it was done and we we're all happy, we thought well we might as well do a release and announce it. And, and that's what we've done, and then it's all happened very quickly, but super exciting, um, really looking forward to, to learning from these guys, and, yeah, we've got two of the best in the business. I think the big news, Jason, is the fact that uh, a part of your schedule, it's going to be a busy schedule, that includes going on the road with World Series sprint cars. Now, of course, Robbie Farr is a former World Series sprint car champion, won the 2010-2011 season World Series Sprint Car Championship. Glenn Beaton has also had success with James McFadden um, at, at World Series Sprint Cars level, and numerous successes also with Jamie Veal. Um, what are your expectations? Um, you'll obviously be very, very competitive on the trial. Yeah, I hope so. Um, I, I really 
loves the World Series brand and, and the, the schedule and how brutal it is and they cancel the racing, you know, it's a, it's a short series. Um, you know, two or three months, it's sort of all done. But um, expectation-wise, I, I think with them two guys, I sort of certainly don't need to tell them anything. Um, they're pretty hard on themselves. They, they set themselves. Um, the goals that they set are probably a lot higher than what, what I would set for them. So, so we're going to go on the road have some fun, and um, I think, yeah, you know, the results will take care of themselves. Um, but, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Now, last year or last season, you had 30 nights of racing across 12 different tracks. How do you um, focus on this year and the change that the team's going to make, having two cars at times, and then how many more nights of racing will you do? Yeah, so we'll start the year in, in Perth at Quinana. Um, we'll do as much racing as we can uh, up until just before Christmas, I suppose, when the truck leaves to um, hit our race for Boxing Day. Um, we'll, we'll run two cars at the state title, uh, the Perth Motorplex, which is, I think it's early November. Um, and then, uh, yeah, when we're on the road, obviously the, the number one priority is to make sure that, that Robbie's got all the gear and everything that he needs. and and all the support and um, and making sure that we've got everything right so he can put his best foot forward and, and do what he's good at. And, um, yeah, either side of that, I suppose, if, uh, if it makes sense to run two cars, we will. Um, a bit of that will just play out with how everything's going, um, but it's certainly not the priority. Is The focus isn't on the two cars. The focus is on making sure, um, you know, we give the World Series a, a fair old crack. And... For your team, do you already have the kit you need for this uh, assault, or are you going to be bringing in a lot of new equipment and building new cars and the like? No, we're pretty good. Um, you know, I've been on the phone a bit with, with Robbie and Glenn, and what we've got, you know, the cool chassis is what Robbie's used to, and, and the Kistler engines is a bit different, but um, doesn't sound like there'll be any issues there. And um, we sort of got enough of, of everything we believe, and um, We'll, uh, we'll just get on with it. So I think all the the hard, you know, the the big um, outlays, you know, the, the trucks and trailers and everything's all, all there, good to go. It's just uh, fine-tuning what we've got. I think, um, Jason, the, the big thing here is uh, you were telling me earlier on you've got virtually four of everything being sprint cars, motors, spare parts, inventory. That's what you need, obviously, to go on the road with World Series sprint cars. Yeah, that's correct. Um, it's probably not a lot different to what most of the other guys have that run nationally and, and across the country. Um, when you run locally, obviously, you can get away with a bit less. But, um, yeah, when you're on the road a fair bit and, you know, we're away from home for, you know, two months of the year and do, you know, 30 nights uh, away from our workshop, it, we can't just call in to the workshop and restock. We're uh, we're on the road from, from the minute it leaves to, to when we... Uh, get back for the back half of the year. You've competed on World Series uh, Sprint Cars trial yourself, so you're well aware of, of the rigours of it. Um, where do you where do you feel um, as far as the schedule is concerned? What what is the most demanding part the the Christmas New Year period? Um, what what are you um, thinking of terms of 
where it will be, the competition, the the, the standard of racing. Um, do you do you feel that early part of World Series sprint cars will be vital? Without a doubt, I think the way the the series is, the the speed week, um, there's a lot you can gain or lose in that that early part of the year. There's so much of the the World Series um, rounds are in, in the first sort of two weeks or so. So you, you definitely want to hit the ground running. Um, I think we're fortunate this year. Robbie's done a lot of laps at um, Murray Bridge and, and Mount Gambier and Warrnambool and all them places, and, and Glenn's certainly no stranger to those tracks. So, uh, yeah, hopefully we get out of Speed Week in a good position, and then when we get up to Brisbane, um, we can continue what's hopefully been going well for us. And uh, but probably one of the biggest challenges is um, – that quick trip from Warrnambool to Brisbane um, that you've got to get the truck there. That's, you know, that's straight after the speed week that we've done and in previous years that's been a big challenge. So hopefully uh, they can make some changes there and it's not such a, a hard slog and, and trying to get the truck there through the night. You've had a lot of great um, corporate support. Industor has been on board, Miniquip and uh, Sun City Plumbing and a whole bunch of others. How did those relationships build up over the years? Yeah, so there are a lot of um, friends that I've made. Um, majority of them have come through um, business ties through work. Um, so they're really good people. A lot of those guys and companies, they've been with us for quite a few years now. And um, and it's good just to get away from the whole work front and they come down and watch us do our thing on, on the Sunday night and catch up for a beer with them at the end of it. And it's, it adds to a bit of fun and just, you know, have a different chat outside of what we normally do during the week. Now, was I right in seeing Bunbury had a had a practice day or had a race meeting last weekend or in, in the last couple of weekends? Oh, possibly. <laughs> I'm not too sure. I don't know. Uh... Yeah, I'm not aware of it, but that doesn't definitely doesn't mean it didn't happen. I don't. Uh, I generally keep myself pretty busy with work, so quite often I, I miss out on all that sort of guff. Mm. So, what is your working background? Uh, so, I'm an electrician by trade. Um, so that you know, electrical uh, business is, is what we're we're a part of. Um, I started my own business in 2007, uh, and we're still working in that group now. We've expanded it. We do a lot of a bit of civil work, a bit of mechanical stuff as well, so just to offer a few complete packages. Um, a lot of our work in the Pilbara of Western Australia, but more in recent years, we've started doing a bit more on the East Coast as well. So it's kind of cool when we're racing over east now, we can call in and do a bit of work along the way. Jason, we've been talking about World Series Sprint Cars, but it's, it's also other events as well. Um, what is the total number of race meetings the team will be competing at during the 2021 summer season? Uh, I think with Robbie, we've planned around 28. Um, but plus the, the local stuff in Perth, I think there's another half a dozen or so. So it's probably oh, be high 30s. I don't think we'll get to 40, but yeah, high 30s maybe 40 sort of nights. Um, so, yeah, it's a, it's a good good size schedule, I think, for where, for where we're at. Certainly is. And, of course, the, the, the timing is perfect with the Australian Sprint Car Championship also set down for the Perth Motorplex. Yeah, really, really looking forward to that. Um, 
I've chased it around the, the last few years. Um, I, except I didn't go to Tasmania, but we've done a lot of travelling, and it, it's cool to have a big event like that at the Perth Motorplex. So I'm a big believer of that venue and facility, and it, I think it's one of the best there is. And um, I'd love every speedway to to be as as well set out and built and. You know, when you pull up in the truck, you can plug it into power and you're working on nice grass and bitumized roadways and things. And I think they've really set a high standard for other tracks to, to get to. And it would be cool if every uh, track in the in the big cities uh, could, could sort of copy that would be ideal. Um, but, yeah, that was probably another reason what made me really go for the getting Robbie and Glenn on board was having the Australian title in our own backyard. It certainly does. Um, the prospect of uh, the national championship, of course, you'll be also, I, I would imagine, doing the grand annual sprint car classic, uh, all these events, all the major events. Will you be stopping in at Sydney at all uh, during your schedule? Yeah, after the World Series round in Brisbane and the Australian Open, we plan to do the nationals. I think that's what they call it now, um, in Sydney for that weekend. Yeah, so we'll do that just before you head up for the, the Classic Week. So, yeah, looking forward to getting there. Um, it's been a while since I've been there, actually, so be keen to, to pull the truck back in there and, and see what we can do. And the number 14, um, does it have a significance to you? Not really, to be honest. <laughs> no, I uh, when I got into um, spring cars, uh, there wasn't, I think I actually had number 51 at the start, but I couldn't run that in WA. So number 14 was available and I sort of looked around and I really admired what Tony Stewart's done, I suppose, in his career as a driver and then how he set up a, a team and got, you know, Tony Stewart Racing's a pretty well-known brand. And uh, I thought it's always good to have someone to look up to and um, never met the guy, but uh, got a lot of respect for what he's done. And, um, that's sort of how I thought that was a cool number, and, and we'll stick with it. You said you sponsored uh, Formula 500, but you, you came out of New Zealand originally in Vicargill. When did you arrive in Australia? And I think your early part of your career, bear me out on this, I think you were driving Formula 500s. Is that correct? Yeah, and that, that's correct. Yeah, so I left New Zealand in about 2005, I reckon. I just moved to Perth, um, just to, I guess, Progressed my career as a Sparky and went straight into the mines and um, worked up there for quite a few years. And then I started the business in 2007, and um, that that took a lot of my time. And that was pretty much all I'd done for for a long, long time. And it wasn't till yeah, I think it was around 2011 or somewhere around there, roughly, where uh, I got introduced to Speedway, and um, and that I was I was hooked. From a very early stage, and and looking back now, it's uh, it's definitely a drug that um that uh, if you either love it or hate it, I suppose, and and I certainly love it, and you know you, you meet a lot of good people in it, um you know the, the people that can you know win at the at the in the open sprint car level, I just got a lot of respect for because it's it's such a challenge, you know, everyone's got good equipment now and it's so hard to win. And I think that's why, why I enjoy it so much. I reckon if it was easy, I, I wouldn't still be here. Um, I'm here because I love a challenge and, and it's something that 
we're certainly not um, on top of at the moment, and and I and I really enjoy um, I really enjoy how hard it is, and and I'm looking forward to um, learning from two two of the best. Well, it's going to be interesting to see how things play out in 2020-21. We have to hope that uh, the borders get cleared and uh, everyone can go racing as planned because uh, there's been a few bumps in the road here, uh, well, particularly in Victoria. Yeah, obviously no one's seen the, the COVID thing coming. Um, yeah, I think that was, you know, one of the reasons it was for the announcement so early. It was just we felt like that we needed to get some positive news out there. There's been a lot of doom and gloom and, and a lot of people are doing it really tough at the moment. So we, um, you know, hopefully it's put a smile on a few people's faces and then um, hopefully we can uh, have a good run and uh, it'll be good. Well, thanks for joining us on Inside Speedway this week. No problem, guys. Thanks for having us. Inside Speedway is available on sportsradio.com.au, iTunes, Spotify, and the Dirt Track Channel.com. And as we uh, wrap up for this week, great to speak with Jason Pride. And, well, you kept saying it, it's a super team, all right, and we'll see how it progresses throughout 2020-21. Interesting. Bit of news from overseas first. And uh, two Carsons won the two nights at the Tri-State Speedway um, last weekend in the... World of Outlaws. It was Carson Short who had his first win over, I think it was Hyphenstadt. I can't pronounce it correctly. Um, and then on the Saturday night, Carson Macedo had his win. So great uh, for the two Carsons to pick up uh, good, strong victories in World of Outlaws yeah. last weekend. Yeah, absolutely right, Craig. And we know only too well uh, the form of Carson Macedo from here uh, last season in Australia, where he absolutely dominated everything, particularly in speed car racing, uh, national title level, the Australian Speed Car Grand Prix, and having a good season in the US, quite obviously, with the with the world of outlaws and uh, doing extremely well. And speaking of the US and open wheel racing, uh, the Indiana Midget Week was uh, a Kyle Larson benefit. <laughs> um, absolutely, completely dominated the whole of the week's racing was was so far ahead in the points and and won the series easily a, a really uh, dominant performance by Kyle Larson and and it was great to see uh, he, he is a talent there's no we all know that and and he can run anything and this showed out uh, last week with the uh, in the annual Indiana Midget Week. Mm. Now, in Polish Speedway, they've continued on, and uh, Sparta, who we've been following uh, here locally because of, of course, uh, a great lineup, including our own uh, Max Frick being in that team, they were unfortunately on the wrong end of the scoreline at Lesno. They finished 53-37 to 37 at Lesno. So Sparta now sitting at fourth in the point standings yeah. on two points after two matches. And uh, leading yeah. it is the Extrock Wooler. I can't even pronounce what yeah. city they're from. It says, it says Chawa. 
if I've even got that right, are leading the table. And that's who Sparta is running against uh, on the 28th. So uh, that will be an interesting uh, yeah. top top of the table or top issue of the table uh, clash. Yeah. Yeah, also with uh, Ty Wolfenden as well. Uh, uh, it's, it's great to see the Polish league up and running, and um, we're, we've mentioned this before, of course. Uh, they're, they're running behind closed doors with no crowd. But from what I'm hearing, Craig, uh, in the next couple of weeks, uh, they're looking at letting spectators into some of their arenas uh to um, get a bit more atmosphere going, and we're, we're seeing this in the, in other sports as well. Um, so it's it's a common theme. Um, but uh, yeah, the Polish league up and running, and uh, it was great to talk to um, Max Frick there earlier in our series of radio programs. Uh, he's um, he's one of the vital cogs in that operation, as well as um, you know he's he's got a heavy commitment this year. Uh, Riding also in in Sweden and um, in um, uh, Denmark, like he's he's got a lot on his plate. Um, but yes, the Polish league up and running—that's the good news. Mm. I also saw the Grins um, uh, mechanic is going to be helping out. Um, is it Niels Christian Everson or uh, yeah, yeah, this year too? So that's going to be a good pickup uh for the team but uh, wrapping it up with some local stuff in new south wales in fact the dubbo city speedway club were tr- hoping last weekend to get up and running with a practice day unfortunately the weather beat them to it but they're giving it a go this sunday so on sunday in dubbo they will be having a practice day so uh, we wish them all the best and it's good to see some of the clubs being able to get out and starting to re-energise their speedway seasons. Um, I was going to have a look at Bunbury just before we wrapped up, but um, I don't know. I've never been to Dubbo Speedway. Have you? Uh, no, I have not. Um, I know a couple of years ago they um, were running quite a number of major events um, at Dubbo and more recent years under a club-run track situation again. But uh, been around the scene, um, Morris Park Speedway, um, been around for a few years now and a part of the New South Wales um, Speedway Network and um, wishing them, uh, like all the tracks, uh, the sooner we can get back to racing and the warmer weather comes around, (laughs) I think, Craig, the better for all of us. (laughs) Yep, that's indeed right. And Bunbury, I mentioned earlier in the show, they have got a practice day this Saturday. So uh, I knew I'd seen Bunbury's name mentioned as they're getting back to competition, and uh, that is uh, that is a great sign. I know karting across New South Wales has been up and running, and I think at this stage uh, over half the karting clubs have already held meetings since the restrictions have started mm-hmm. to be eased. So we're That's seeing right. a little bit yep. with the, the speedways as well. So uh, that is yep. great yep. news. Speedway Australia does have a... a uh, a bit of information there also on um, mm-hmm. how they're getting racing back underway and, and tracks that have got dates and all those sorts of things ahead of the new season. So, Dennis, as always, a pleasure to catch up with you here on Inside Speedway. No worries. Always good to be with you, Craig, and uh, very interesting Jason Pride, uh, his comments, his thoughts, and uh I'm sure they'll have a great season. Um, I mean, it's still a few months away yet, but, um, boy, what a combination he's got together. 
Mm, indeed. That's all we have time for this week on Inside Speedway. Until next time round, keep smiling and bye for now.